good. 10th, 2022. It is 5.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. As we come to you once again from the WCWS HQ here in Trinity, North Carolina. As we get set to bring you episode number 344 of the WCWS Radio Network's weekly review show. And, of course, a 2022 WCWS Hall of Fame inductee. This is, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the one and the only WCWS Power Hour. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Henshaw back on the line here with you. As we will, of course, be bringing you tonight's uh, wrestling and pop culture history and birthday report. We will also, of course, do a complete rundown. Of, <clears throat> of what took place, of course, during the week in the wrestling world and, of course, right here in the radio network. I personally, ladies and gentlemen, will also do a quick run-through of, of course, my personal picks for tonight's Ring of Honor final battle event and also uh, in tonight's NXT deadline event. <clears throat> uh and also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, any wrestling news tidbits, of course, that 411 Mania has lined up, we will also bring those here to you as well. If you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here, of course, here this evening, please feel free, of course, to give us a call. The phone number, as always, 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID... <clears throat> 141364 pound. Press that one if you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here, of course, this evening. <coughs> and and of course, as all and ladies and gentlemen, please excuse, of course, the 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 coughing, of course. Um still, of course, was doing that a little bit last night on Revolution. But of course, I <clears throat> I am I have since been treating it, and hopefully I can get it to uh, calm it down here. Of course, throughout the evening tonight. So my humblest apologies there. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and get started here. As we start off with your history and birthday report, on, on of course on the wrestling and pop culture scene, we will of course start with the wrestling portion here tonight. For December the 10th, let's see what we have listed right here. <clears throat> On this date in 1972, Ric Flair makes his professional wrestling debut in Rice Lake, Wisconsin. Flair wrestles George Gadaski for to a time limit draw. On this date in 1973, Bruno San Martino defeated Stan Stasiak at Madison Square Garden in New York City to win his second WWF title. He became the first man to win the belt on more than one occasion. <clears throat> on a Sunday in 1975, Terry Funk defeated Jack Briscoe in Miami, Florida to win the NWA heavyweight title. With the win, the Funk brothers, Terry and his brother Dory, became the first and to date only pair of brothers to both hold this championship. On a Sunday in 1999, uh, Tenru snared the IWGP heavyweight title in a match against KJ Muto, of course, the great Muda, in, Os <clears throat> in Osaka, Japan. On the state in 2000, 
WWF held their Armageddon pay-per-view at the Birmingham Jefferson Civic Center in Birmingham, Alabama. The main event was the first and only six and only six-man Hell in a Cell match with the WWF title on the line. Kurt Angle successfully defended the title against Stone Cold Steve Austin, uh, as well as, of course, Rikishi, The Rock, The Undertaker, and Triple H. The match was perhaps most famous <clears throat> for Undertaker choked Sammy Rikishi from the top of the cell to a heavenly padded flatbed truck. Elsewhere on the card, Edge and Christian won the WWF Tag Team titles in a fatal four-way tag team match against, of course, against the Dudleys, uh, Road Dogg and Kay Quick, and also Bull Buchanan and the, and the uh, good father of the, of the stable right to censor. On the state in 2006, TNA Turning Point took place at the Impact Zone in Orlando. No titles changed hands on this night. Abyss retained the TNA World Heavyweight title in a triple threat match against Sting and Christian Cage. The main event saw Samoa Joe defeat Kurt Angle by submission. On the state in 2007, WWE presented a special 15th anniversary edition of Raw in Bridgeport, Connecticut. A number of famous names, such as Steve Austin and Eric Bischoff, made cameos. The only title change on the night saw Cody Rhodes and Hardcore Holly defeat Lance Cade and Trevor Murdoch to win, the WWE, to win, of course, the tag team titles. In other notable matches, Evolution, who was Triple H, Batista, and Ric Flair, reformed to face Edge, Randy Orton, and Umaga. Evolution won by DQ. A gimmick battle royal was also held and won by the million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase. Other participants included Doink the Clown, The Goon, Skinner, Pete Gass, Gilberg, Flash Funk, and Steve Blackman. On the stage in 2010, at a taping of Ring of Honor on HDNet, Christopher Daniels won the Ring of Honor TV title against Eddie Edwards. On a state in 2012, Japanese wrestling icon Kenta Kobayashi announced that he would retire in 2013. On a state in 2015, NXT held their first ever event outside of the United States with the first night of their UK tour taking place at the Metro Radio Arena in Newcastle, England. Finn Balor defended the NXT title in the main event against Sami Zayn. <clears throat> On the state in 2018, on Monday Night Raw, Chad Gable and Bobby Roode won the Raw Tag Team titles in it with a handicap match win over the authors of Pain, Akim, and Rezar, as well as their manager, Drake Maverick. And on the state in 2020, Tiny Lister, otherwise known, of course, you might remember him as Zeus, sadly was found dead in his Marina Del Rey, California home at the age of 62. Lister, of course, starred opposite Hulk Hogan as the villain Zeus in the movie No Holds Barred. He didn't reprise the character to main event several pay-per-views in 1989 and, of course, tag team matches opposite Hogan. <clears throat> and also, ladies and gentlemen, of course, three birthdays, of course, uh, to, bring, to bring you here, of course, tonight. <clears throat> we, want to wish you very, we want to wish you a very happy, make sure I have that right, yes, very happy 38th birthday to, of course, JTG. We also want to wish a very happy uh, 43rd birthday to Matt Bentley. And also, ladies and gentlemen, we want to wish a very happy 
47th birthday to Steve Bradley. And that's all we have for, of course, the wrestling scene. And we will, of course, bring, we will, of course, repeat this, ladies and gentlemen, this coming Monday on WCWS Raw Radio. Now let's go to your pop culture history and birthday report. Of course, for today, December the 10th, let's see what we have. Of course, that happened, of course, in, uh, in of course, the world at large, of course, <clears throat> On this day, on this day in 1520, Martin Luther publicly burns a papal edict demanding he recant. On this day in 1684, Isaac Newton's uh, deviation of Kepler's laws from his theory of gravity, contained in the paper De Motu Corpium in uh, Jerum, is read to the Royal Society by Edmund Haley. Of course, Edmund Haley, they would name Haley's Comet for in, they would name Henry Henry's uh, Haley's Comet for, yes. On the state in 1799, the metric system was first adopted in France. On the state in 1901, the first Nobel Peace Prizes was awarded to Red Cross founder Jean, J- Jean-Henri uh, Danette and peace activist Fred, Frederick Passé. <clears throat> I want to say 1936, Edward the let's see, Edward VIII signs an instrument of abdication, giving up the British throne to marry American divorcee Wallace System Simpson. I'm sorry. And I want to say in 1964, Nobel Peace Prize presented to Dr. to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. in Oslo, Norway. Today in <clears throat> today in uh, Movies and television history on the state in 1962. David Lean's first movie, uh, David Lean's movie, Lawrence of Arabia, based on the life of T.E. Lawrence and starring Peter O'Toole, premieres at Odeon <coughs> Leicester Square. It would win the Academy Award for Best Picture in 1963. Today in music history on the state in 2016, Bob Dylan is awarded the Nobel Prize for Literature at a ceremony he does not attend in Stockholm. And today in sports history on this day in 1831, Spirit of the Times begins publishing in New York City, the premier sports journal of the 19th century. (coughs) Excuse me there, folks. On this day in 1884, The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn by Mark Twain is first published in the UK and Canada, <clears throat> and in the United States, it was published in February of 1885 due to a printing error. Some birthdays to speak up, of course, ladies and gentlemen. James I was born on this date in 1394. He would pass away in 1437. William Lloyd Garrison was born on this day in 1805. He would pass away in 1879. Ada Lovelace was born on this date in 1815. She would pass away in 1852. Emily Dickinson was born on this date in 1830. She would pass away in 1886. Uh, Victor McLaughlin was born on this date in 1886. He would pass away in 1959. And Nellie Sachs was born on this date in 1891. She would pass away in 1970. Some other birthdays to speak of. Actor Kenneth Branagh today turned 62. 
Uh, Raven Simone, of course, you might remember her from some of her shows on the Disney Channel. Also, of course, back in the 80s and 90s, she was uh, much, much, much younger. She was on the <clears throat> was on the uh, the Cosby Show. She turns 37 today. And also, ladies and gentlemen, I do believe he is a soccer star or football star. Joe Burrow today turns 26 years old. So happy birthday to all those mentioned today. On the state in 1932, the great Emu War ends. Emu's surprising resilience to bullets led to the Emu victory over Australian military in the Campion District in Western Australia. Some weddings to speak of. On the state in 1843, author and religious leader Mary Baker Eady, who was 22 at the time, would marry building contractor George Washington Glover, who was 32 at the time, in Tilton, New Hampshire. <clears throat> Excuse me. On a study in 1947, jazz singer Ella Fitzgerald, who was 30 at the time, would marry uh, jazz bass player Ray Brown, who was 21 at the time. They would divorce, however, six years later in 1953. And also on the state in 1961, Dr. Ruth would marry Fred Westheimer. On the state in 1997, one divorce would take place. Motorcycle daredevil Evil Knievel, who was 59 at the time, would divorce Linda Joan Bork after 38 years of marriage. Some passings here in the world of history. Alfred Nobel passed away on the state in 1896. Mackenzie Bow passed away on the state in 1917. Baseball great Walter Johnson passed away on the state in 1946. Uh, legendary musician Otis Redding passed away on the state in 1967. Legendary comedian Richard Pryor, actor and comedian, I should say, passed away on the state in 2005. And Augusto Pinoche passed away on the state in 2006. <clears throat> and also, ladies and gentlemen, as we said on the state... <clears throat> Uh, in 1896, of course, Albert no Alfred Nobel passed away on this day. Of course, his unique Nobel Prize legacy rewarded pioneers in physics, chemistry, physiology, or medicine, as well as literature, peace, and economics. And also, ladies and gentlemen, on this date in 1936, as we said, uh, King, Edward, King Edward VIII gave up his throne so he could marry the twice-divorced Wallace Simpson, it was the first time a British king had advocated the throne. I mean, apparently, ladies and gentlemen, love <clears throat> love outweighed, uh, looks like love outweighed, of course, uh, the rule. Uh, let, me, let me see if I can rephrase this, sorry. That his love for this, of course, beautiful lady kind of outweighed the, uh, kind of was a, a lot more stronger than, of course, uh, his passion to, of course, lead his country. So, Now let's go to your movies and television history. Uh, so now your movies and television history for today. On a state in 1899, Frank Wittekind's play Der Kammersänger would premiere in Berlin. On a state in 1926, the first radio broadcast in the Springfield area. It was, of course, known as WCBS. On the state in 1952, WSLS-TV Channel 10 in Roanoke, Virginia, which is an NBC affiliate, would 
would, of course, begin their broadcasting. Two moments would take place on the state in 1953. First off, KOMO TV Channel 4 in Seattle, Washington, which is an ABC affiliate, would begin their broadcasting. And also WSTV, which is now known as WTOV, Channel 9 in Steubenville, Wheeling, Ohio. Of course, as you know, Steubenville, Ohio was the birthplace of legendary singer uh, and actor uh, Dean Martin. Of course, they would begin their uh, they would begin their broadcasting. Of course, on this day, <clears throat> on the state in 1962, of course, Lawrence of Arabia would, based on the life of T. E. Lawrence, and starred Peter O'Toole. Of course, also it was directed by David Lean. Would premiere at the Odeon, Leicester Square. As we said, it would win the Academy Award for Best Picture in 1963. On this date in 1963, speaking of 1963, on this date, six-year-old Donny Osmond's singing debut would take place on the Andy Williams Show. And also on this date in 1967, <clears throat> CBS officially renames CBS TV Studio 50 in New York, which was built in 1927 as Hammerstein's Theater, as the Ed Sullivan Theater, in celebration of the 20th anniversary of his program. Of course, as you know, ladies and gentlemen, many, many years later, of course, in 1993, it would become the official home of the Late Show with David Letterman, which I think now it is still there, and <clears throat> which, of course, still houses the Late Show, but now it's being hosted by Stephen Colbert. Some birthdays in the world of movies and television, as we said, Victor McLaughlin was born on this day in 1886. He would pass away in 1959. As we said, actor Kenneth Branagh turned 62, and Raven Simone turns 37. One passing, as we said, legendary actor and comedian Richard Pryor would pass away on this day in 2005. Some weddings, too, of course, in movies and television do speak of. Uh, three moments, three actual Three actual weddings that took place in uh, 2005. First off, actress Jane Danson, who was 27 at the time, would marry Robert Beck from the TV show Brookside, who was 35 at the time, at Gibbon Ridge Hotel in Lancashire, England. <coughs> Number two, Gustavo Rojo's daughter and actress Anna Patricia Rojo, who was 31 at the time, would marry Andreas Puentes Jr. at the San Jose de Cal Calvario Church in Cuemavaca, Mor Morelos, Mexico. And also, ladies and gentlemen, the third one from 05, Victoria's Secret and Sports Australian model Isabel Fontana, who was 22 at the time, would marry actor and model Henri Castatelli, Cast 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 who was 27 at the time, at Fort Ari, Port Ari, uh, jo Joao in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. And on the state in 2016, actress uh, Troyan Belisario, who was 31 at the time, would marry actor and director Patrick J. Adams, who was 35 at the time, in Santa Barbara, California. Okay. Now let's go to your music history and birthdays report right here. I want to state in 1854, Hector Berlose premieres his oratorio Le Fonts du Christ, or of course otherwise known as The Childhood of Christ, 
conducting musicians and soloists from the Opera Comunique at the Salle Harris in Paris. I want to say in 1882, Johann Brahms choir and orchestra piece called Gesang de Parisienne, or of course, otherwise known as Song of the Fates, would premiere in uh, Basile. On a state in 1927, the Grand Ole Opry was first named as such during the Barn Dance radio broadcast in Nashville, Tennessee. On a state in 1953, John Murray Anderson's Almanac opens at Imperial New York City for 229 performances. On a state in 1963, Leonard Bernstein premieres his third symphony called Kaddish with the Israel Philharmonic Orchestra in Tel Aviv, Israel. On a state in 1965, Michael Leonard and Herbert Martin's musical The Yearling opens at Alvin Theater, New York City, and runs for three performances. On a state in 1978, Platinum closes at Mark Hellinger Theater in New York City after 33 performances. And on a state in 1991, Crucible opens at Velasco Theater, New York City, after 30, of course, more 32 performances. As I said, one birthday, of course, Raymond Simone. Of course, she was involved in music as well as acting, but she today turns 37. As we said, Otis Redding passed away on this date in 1967. <clears throat> of course, as we also said, ladies, so, uh, as we also said here, folks, uh, 1947 jazz singer Ella Fitzgerald would marry bass player Ray Brown. They would divorce in 1953. Two other moments from 2005, ladies and gentlemen. Brad Wilk, the drummer for Audio Slave, who was 37 at the time, would marry the seven-year BITCH lead vocalist Celine Vigil, who was 40 at the time, near the frozen waters of Emerald Bay in Lake Tahoe. They would divorce, however, <clears throat> eight years later in 2013. And also, ladies and gentlemen, the same day, country music singer-songwriter Garth Brooks, who was 43 at the time, would marry country singer Trisha Yearwood, who was 41 at the time, in Claremore, Oklahoma. Now let's go to your sports history and birthdays, of course, right here. Uh, on this day in 1810, English bare-knuckle boxer Tom Cribb beats African-American Tom Molinow in 33rd of 40th a 40-round bout at Copthall Common in England is the first interracial boxing match. On a say in 1831, as we said, Spirit of the Times begins publishing. In New York City is the premier sports journal of the 19th century. On a say in 1918, John Hyder becomes president of baseball's National League for the second time. On a say in a couple of moments, ladies and gentlemen, in <clears throat> 1919, uh, National League votes to ban the spitballs use by all new pitchers. Also on the same day, New York, Boston, and Chicago oppose American League resolution uh, accusing Ban Johnson of overstepping his duties. A couple moments from 1922 on this date, the first National Football League championship, the undefeated Canton Bulldogs, 10-0-2, was named the inaugural champions. And also on the same day, Pete Henry, makes the longest-known NFL drop-kicked field goal. At, it was, of course, 45 yards. 
And I'll say 1924 agreement reached on permanent rotation of World Series with each league, getting games one, two, six, and seven in alternating years. <clears throat> Some birthdays, as we said, of course, folks. Joe Burrow, as we said today, turns 26. Uh, like I said, two passings here as well. Baseball great Walter Johnson passed away on the state in 1946. And also Dolph uh, Shahez was born, passed away on the state in 2015. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Some weddings, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, on the state in 1994. Former Senate Majority Leader uh, Mitchell, um, I sure was. I'm not sure if that's his first name or his last name. Anyway, who was 61 at the time, would marry sports marketing executive Heather McLaughlin, who was 35 at the time, at St. Bartholomew's Episcopal Church in New York City. Two moments from 2005, rugby star Clyde Rathbone, who was 24 at the time, would marry Carrie Ann Leeson in South Africa. As we also said, of course, Victoria's Secret and Sports Illustrated model, Isabel Fontana would marry actor and model Andre Castatelli at Fort R.A. Joao in Rio de Janeiro. And on the state in 2010, tennis player Martina Hingis, who was 30 at the time, would marry equestrian show jumper Thelabalt, uh, uh Hulin or Hooten, at a private civil ceremony in uh, Paris. It is Putin. Okay, I'm sorry. At a private civil ceremony in Paris, France. And ladies and gentlemen, there you have it, of course, with your wrestling and pop culture history and birthday reports here, of course, for today. Uh, keep in mind, of course, as always, that the Godfather of Soul, Justin Lewis Fleming, does deliver those to you every single day. <coughs> oh excuse me, on Facebook, of course, the wrestling portion on WCWS Fan Empire, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWS <clears throat> appreciation. And also, of course, the pop culture portion uh, on WCWS Entertainment Cavalcade, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWS Entertainment. And if any of that history, of course, ladies and gentlemen, involves sports history, we will post it on WCWS Sports Roundup, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWS Sports Time. Also keep in mind, of course, ladies and gentlemen, that myself, the human, the, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, and the human suplex machine, John Gross, provides your wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays for uh, for, for every Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, of course, on uh, WCWUS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon. Also, also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, John and Justin does also provide it every single Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday on WCWUS Revolution and every Thursday on NWO Wolfpack. <clears throat> 1605-562-0444, caller ID 141-364-pound. This is episode number 344 of WCWS Power Hour. This is Saturday, December the 10th, 2022, 626 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
Mr. WCW US Chad Hinshaw, of course, here uh, with the rest of the panel. Way too tough to handle, of course, getting themselves psyched up and prepared to, of course, uh, uh, watch and, of course, watch very, very closely, of course, uh, the, the two our two big events here, of course, tonight. Uh, Ring of Honor, of course, obviously bringing up the final battle pay-per-view, as well as, of course, NXT bringing up NXT deadline as well. Uh, now, some of the moments that uh, some some of the items that, of course, have taken place during the week. We, of course, ladies and gentlemen, everyone did provide, of course, their personal thoughts and opinions. Of course, uh, <clears throat> about, of course, um, Monday Night Raw, as well as NXT. Also, of course, uh, AEW Dynamite, as well as uh, Impact Wrestling. Of course, also... Uh, <sighs> Uh, SmackDown, as well as, of course, AEW Rampage. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, they did also, of course, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, and the Godfather of Soul, Justin Lewis Fleming, did get their pred pred predictions live on their shows this week for both of these events that I just now mentioned. We also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, during the week had our semifinals of our impact us overdrive championship matchup uh the the official we also had of course ladies and gentlemen uh an ambulance match for the nwa us wildcat championship as jared thornton of course was defending against the godfather of soul justin lewis fleming of course we did we did of course reveal the results of course last night <clears throat> Uh, well, I will go ahead and repeat them again. Of course, keep in mind that the Godfather of Soul, Justin Lewis Fleming, did get by Jared Thornton. Of course, uh, when Jared Thornton did, barely got in any votes, of course, at all, uh, Justin kind of really warmed down and threw him in the ambulance so that way he can be dripped, he can be driven off, of course, out of the WCW US arena. So Justin, of course, picked up the NWA US Wildcat Championship. And, of course, it did not stop Justin, of course, from taking part in his semifinal match in the Overdrive Championship Tournament, for hopefully for an opportunity for that. Uh, the official results here was, of course, the Ken Club's Mint Patel did defeat Todd Robinson. The Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, did defeat the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross. Uh, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, did defeat Jared Thornton. And the Godfather of Soul, Justin Lewis Fleming, did defeat Byron J. Brain. So, ladies and gentlemen, of course, that match was posted. This, these matches were posted last night. <clears throat> uh, it will be, of course, be, the winners will be revealed, of course, uh, next, of course, this coming Friday, I do believe, which will be the uh, December the 16th, of course. Uh, keep in mind, first off, it will be the it will be a last is a last man standing fatal four-way match to determine the first ever Impact U.S. Overdrive champion as the Kenny Club's Mitt Patel, the Iceman, Jared D. Girolamo, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, and the Godfather of Soul, Justin Lewis Fleming, of course, are, of course, will be, will be, of course, uh, going at it, of course, in WCW U.S. Arena. And on top of that, ladies and gentlemen, Justin will be also defending the NWA US Wildcat Championship, of course, as we finished off, even everyone who was involved in the big fierce five-way match back around before Thanksgiving, 
uh, give everyone in that that was in that match an opportunity at uh, an opportunity at that championship belt. <coughs> As now Justin, of course, is a, will also be taking on the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, in a boiler room brawl. So that's what we'll have. What we'll have so far. We may have more matches, of course, lined up depending upon, of course, what happens here, of course, tonight uh, from the uh, final battle and the NXT deadline prediction title challenge. <clears throat> Currently, of course, we do have a lot of people that did vote for, of course, uh, for, of course, a lot of the matches here. That some may not have voted for certain matches or what have you, but at least, like I said, if you did at least vote for like one or two out of out of the uh, which we just determined was like 13 matches uh then then ladies and gentlemen of course you're still of course uh you're still uh, of course are <clears throat> officially involved in uh, in of course our matches to of course uh for uh, our trivia championship series belts uh <clears throat> let's go ahead ladies and gentlemen let's go i will now go ahead and bring you my official predictions which of course I keep in mind that I'm the only one that that with that with that possible exception ladies and gentlemen uh, um, <clears throat> um, it looks like of course ladies and gentlemen a lot of these matches I think has already happened uh, but uh, but I will go ahead and point out here that apparently they must have added at least one, two, three. they added at least four more matches, of course, here uh, to, to, to the card here. Uh, uh, but those uh, I won't get, I won't get the opportunity except possibly um, the main event, which obviously is the Ring of Honor World Title match, of course, Chris Jericho defending against Claudio Casagnoli. As we said, if Casagnoli loses this match, ladies and gentlemen, then he must join up with the Jericho Appreciation Society. Of course, if he wins, he becomes once again the Ring of Honor World Champion. And it looks like we do have, of course, an update here. <coughs> I will go ahead, ladies and gentlemen, and point out here um, that it appears, as I said before, that they must have added four matches. Um, they must have added, of course, four matches here, of course, at the very last possible minute. So, ladies and gentlemen, that what that would what that means normally in our case, folks, is that I will award extra points to everyone involved in the prediction title challenge even if you didn't vote for possibly any of the matches for uh final battle but you did vote for some in nxt deadline you will still get of course the extra points here indeed <coughs> and i will of course ladies and gentlemen be keeping up with that between now and also of course tomorrow to get the official uh results of course lined up here and we will of course discuss uh, we will, of course, discuss, ladies and gentlemen, the um, these events, of course, tomorrow morning on WCWS this morning. Uh, let's see here. 
I will go ahead and just go ahead and start reading the results here that we have so far. Of course, there's still one match, of course, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, they're still unaccounted for. First off, ladies and gentlemen, in an even seven minutes, of course, a pre-show match as Jeff Cobb defeated Mascara Dorada by pinball. And in, in five minutes and 55 seconds, uh, Angelo Parker and Matt Menard of the Jericho Appreciation Society defeated the Shinobi Shadow Squad, who was Cheeseburger and Eli Isom by pinfall. The one pre-show match that we did know of, ladies and gentlemen, in an even six minutes, uh, Willow Nightingale defeated Trisha Dora. Of course, that was also by pinfall. Uh, two other matches, of course, and one of them a pre-show, the other one, of course, on the main card. First off, the pre-show here in a tag team match in 11 minutes and 20 seconds. Top Flight, who is, of course, Dante Martin, Dante and Darius Martin, defeated Matt Taven and Mike Bennett of the Kingdom. Of course, the Kingdom did have, of course, Mike Bennett's wife, Maria Canellis, uh, at ringside. Of course, that won that match by pinfall. And, of course, won the matches on the main card. It just added in 10 minutes, 35 seconds. <coughs> As... Blake Christian and A.R. Fox defeated La Faccion and Gonorable, who was Roosh and Dralisco by pinfall. And now some of the matches that we did know about here, let's go ahead and bring them here to you. The Ring of Honor wait, wait. Women, the Ring, the, the Ring of Honor, of course, here. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, apparently here, it looks like, um, it, it, it looks like here, folks, that we may have someone, of course, in in here um, coming coming in. Of course, I think he may be here to give us an update about some of the stuff that did happen. Of course, here at Final Battle. Uh, <clears throat> so uh, let's go ahead and welcome in welcome him in. Uh, of course, keep in mind we'll do a short version of his intro. Uh, three time WCW US Hall of Famer, multiple time Trivia Championship title holder in WCW US and GSPWI. Of course, part of the broadcast team for both Raw Radio on Mondays and uh, Sports Machine on Fridays. <clears throat> Let's go ahead and bring him in from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, the Iceman, and also known as the King of Pop, Mr. Jared D. Geralmo. Kind of a surprise here. We do welcome, of course, J.D. on this very rare occasion on uh, WCWS Power Hour, episode number 344. And I understand, I think, J.D., you might have a little bit of an update here for us. So I'll let you go ahead and uh, complete that update for us, please. Yes, we do have an update on Final Battle and what has been a crazy, crazy afternoon in Texas, to say the least, however. You did talk about some of the pre-show matches. We're going to get in very quickly. We know Ian Rickabani and Caprice Coleman are your announced team. Uh, Jeff Cobb versus Mascara Dorada, however, let's just say, winning that match, however. Jeff Cobb wins the pre-show match, however, in seven minutes. Uh, kind of a surprise Jeff Cobb was on this pre-show, and Jeff Cobb was at it at the last minute to this show, too, however against Mascara Dorada, however, if you will, she won with the Tour of the Islands, however, uh, let's just say finisher. Cool Hand Angie Parker and Daddy Magic Matt Menard, the Jericho Appreciation Society, the Jagoff Appreciation Society's cronies taking on Cheeseburger and Eli Isom. Uh, unfortunately, a double DDT got the three count for the JAS boys. They won inside of six minutes. As you said, however, Willow Nightingale pulling off the win against Trisha Dora. However, a big win for Willow, however, as she wins in six and a quarter minutes. Next, Matt Tavon and Mike Bennett with Marie Canales Bennett taking on Top Flight. However, uh, surprisingly, a big, big upset win for Top Flight here against the Bennett crew. 
uh, considering this is the first time we've seen them in quite some time, however, as they went 9 to 11 near 11 and a quarter minutes. And as you just talked about moments ago, Blake Christian, A.R. Fox, taking a rush and Jorlistico with Jose the Jackoff assistant and Preston and Vance of Le Inconstable de Colombe, if you will, however, I think I said it right. Uh, another surprise win here as A.R. Fox, who just signed with AW recently, taking on Blake Christian and company. You can bet Roosh and Jose, the assistant precedents, are going to look for payback here. I'm surprised it wasn't Bandito here on this one going 10 in a quarter minutes. And as you said, let's begin with the show. Uh, the big surprise, of course, no surprise here. Mercedes Martinez taking on Athena, your new RH women's champion with the time of face, if you will, however. In 13 minutes, yes, we have a new women's champion, Athena Ember Moon, stops Mercedes Martinez in her tracks, if you will. Next, Swerve Strickland, however, and Keith Lee taking on Shane Taylor and J.D. Griffey. Uh, surprisingly, however, mind you, however, at least on this night, however, Swerve and our glory get the pinfall, surprisingly, in 14 minutes, as apparently with Griffey and Shane Taylor end up getting Set back here on this one. Next, however, Brian Cage, however, Bishop Khan and Toa Leona with Prince Na 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 taking on Dalton Castle and the boys. I told you this was going to be a big, hard hitting smash mouth affair, and it was. Your new women's, uh, excuse me, new RH six person tags, the Embassy, believe it or not, however, mind you. So there you go, they one side 10 minutes. I think we're going to see, however, mind you, Cool Hand and Danny Magic taking on, of course, top flight possibly this week, maybe on Dynamite at Winter is Coming. The RH Pure title, Daniel Garcia versus Wheeler Yuta. Uh, surprisingly, we have a new RH Pure champion. Yes, Wheeler Yuta knocked out Danny Garcia, and this was a hard-hitting smash-mouth affair, to say the least, in 15 minutes, believe it or not. And before we get to the... Um, uh, next up, uh, like I said, however, reminds you how next two matches real quick. We want to congratulate two teams here from my neck of the woods, however. Pine Richland High School, who last night won 2014 the 5A championship in Mechanicsburg. They are the state champions of this year. Of course, what a season they have had, however, as my uh, cousin's uh, daughter's boyfriend is the quarterback for Pine Richland. Led them to victory by going for two touchdowns and running for one more. And earlier today in what was a wild 3A championship game, if you will. Newman Garotti took on Bell Vernon, if you will. Bell Vernon lost their uh, punter early in the game, however. They were down 8-3, to three, however. Mind you, late in the third quarter, but they scored to Bell Vernon to pull ahead 9-8. Then, unfortunately, just when Newman Garotti looked like they were going to win the game with less than 30 seconds ago, they fumbled the ball as they were marching down the field. Bell Vernon had to get out of their own end zone, surprisingly, however, and as a result, they just barely got out of there at the last second, however running the ball up to about the 5-6 yard line. Then they took a knee with about 10, 25, 15, 20 seconds to go. And they escaped the 3A championship. It was a wild finish, to say the least, 9-8. to eight. So congratulations to Matt Humbert and the Bell Vernon Leopards, the second Western PA team, coming home with state PIAA gold today. So Bell Vernon and Pine Richland are your 5A and 3A champions this year in high school football as the high school football season is done in Pittsburgh. Now, Two more matches, however, real quick going on right now. Samoa Joe did defeat Juice Robinson, however, and it's still the ROH tag team, or excuse me, TV title. Meanwhile, the Briscoes, however, versus FTR3, 
this was bloody good. Again, these two guys, I mean, stole the show twice this year. This one was another show-stealing match, to say the least, however. But surprisingly, new ROH champions, the Briscoes, win in 23 minutes. However, it was all for naught, however, because after the match was over, however, who decides to just stick their nose into it where it doesn't belong? Yes, the ass boys, clown boy Colton and arrogant Austin, if you will, however, as they decide to basically, however, bust open, however, Dax and Cash, however. As a result, however, let's just say I think we're going to see a match with those four possibly this week when it was coming. As we said, the referee stopped the match inside of 22 and a half minutes, so... FTR, however, definitely got a very good response. The Briscoe showing him very much respect to FTR. I mean, these two, again, tore down the house, to say the least, however. So congratulations, however. It has been a wild night, to say the least, however. I think we still have Claudio and Jericho coming up next, if I'm not mistaken. NXT is coming up here in just a little bit, however, if you will. So, yeah, it has been a wild, wild afternoon, to say the least, in Texas. And like I said... We're not done yet, folks. Oh, no, no, no. Far from done. That's next tower in a little bit. We've got deadline. And as we said, who knows what we're going to see there tonight at the show. But I will report this, though, and I did not report this last night, however, on Revolution. But I'm sure you may have done it. And if not, you're probably the first to hear two things. First off, as we said, WWE SmackDown will be returning to Pittsburgh March 10, however, at the PPJ Pinks Arena. However, tickets, I believe, are on sale in just a few weeks. And this is one that's going to interest you, Chad, to say the least. Coming up February 4th, NXT will return to the road. Yes, folks, they're going to be out of the performance center beginning to start the new year. And yes, Stand and Deliver will be held in Charlotte. That's Charlotte, North Carolina at the Spectrum Center coming up on Saturday night, February 4th, I believe the night before the Super Bowl or before the Pro Bowl in your area and i believe tickets will be going on sale next weekend for that so we will definitely be keeping an eye on that okay Okay. um but now obviously of course with the pure championship changing hands one thing that we said said on revolution last night and i wanted to get your opinion about about this about this uh scenario here uh, could this, of course, give Castagnoli, of course, the push he needs to try to get by Jericho? He needs this win desperately. He does not want to. I mean, the Blackpool Club, however, definitely made a statement tonight, however, by taking away back the pure title after Garcia had a semi-decent okay run. Not a great run, but a so-so all right run. But I think now with Daniel with Wheeler Yuta getting back the gold, and that pure title, however, I know for a fact there's one person that's going to be coming after him, and I know he, they showed him in the crowd, and he fought last night, of course, against Orange Cassidy, as we saw on Rampage, and that is Trent Seven. We know about Trent's history in NXT and NXT UK. I think that's going to be interesting when those two get it going eventually with those two. You're going to see some uh, fisticuffs there. And I definitely think that Jericho tonight, Howard, could be in for a little surprise. I would not be surprised if Claudio does take away back that ROH heavyweight title. He needs to put it back around his waist. Jericho has had a very successful, I wouldn't say, albeit a questionable reign so far by going through pretty much anybody and everybody. Claudio definitely wants to make sure this time he ends the year and hopefully starts off the new year with a bang. This would be fitting if he can do it tonight. We'll have to wait and see. And like I said, I think they're going to be starting that match here in just a few minutes if they haven't got that match going yet. Uh, Like I said, we will be watching very, very carefully 
in fact, we're going to take a look very quickly and see what match is on now. Just give me a minute here, folks, as we're going to report for Parliament. We do not have an update on what match is next. So we're yes, definitely going to keep an eye on that. And like I said, we got any. I think I think that's the only one left. Yeah. So I mean, here we go. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be very very interesting. Like yeah, I said, hard. absolutely. And what any any of course final thoughts about NXT deadline before it begins? Well, I think Braun Breaker and Apollo will have a good match. I think Haley Ray and Alpha could have a decent match too, one on one. But uh, I think JD McDonough is definitely going to win the men's. Uh, five-way tonight, and as I said earlier, I think Cora Jade, this is her night. If uh, Kaylee Ray does not get another opportunity for the title just yet, however, even though she is promised I think a rematch with Mandy, Cor- Mandy better watch out with Toxic Attraction because Cora Jade could become a big name uh, to start off the new year as well. However, like uh, J.D. McDonough, I Jonathan Devlin, I think these two names you want to keep an eye on going into the new year. They could surprise you, and like I said, if I'm the champions right now in uh, in the form of, uh, like I said, however, um, Mandy Rose, and if I'm definitely, uh, like I said, Braun Breaker, I'd be very, very careful. What do you see your chances about the tag team titles changing hands? Uh, the New Day could do it. I mean, the New Day definitely could uh, win the gold. Last night we saw the New Day team up with Ricochet against uh, Imperium, and I was at the show last time we saw them, however, so they... I have to turn right around, come back, and, and they—that's one gold belt they've never ever had. However, this could uh, be the feather in their cap, so to speak. However, they could pull off the win tonight. But I would like to say they have a great chance of pulling off the win. I really do. But don't be surprised if Fiddy Deadly pulls one out of their ass. However, and retains. But the one matches, like I said, I'm looking forward to seeing more than anything is going to be the ones I just mentioned. Like I said, Braun Breaker and Apollo should be decent. But I think the uh, the uh, Kaylee Ray Alva Fire match should be. Really, um, Isoladon match should be good, but I do think the one that I think is going to steal the show is that five-way men's match. I mean, Carmelo Hayes, Howard Joe Gacy, Axiom, and them, they're going to really tear it down tonight. I would not be surprised if those guys really beat the living, you know, what out of each other. It's going to be intense, no doubt about okay. it. Well, as far as also, I will mention it to you, J.D., and you may have probably heard me say it, but, of course, due to the fact that I had no prior knowledge of the additional four matches that was added on for final battle, that everybody that was involved in the title challenge, regardless if you voted for matches in both events or just one or the other, everybody is going to have four points uh, going into, of course, like I said, their prediction. Yeah, title. no one saw, like I said, the Jeff Cobb thing or the uh, the Manny Magic one and all those ones. Yeah, they, I mean, they threw these ones on for the last minute, however. As a spare of the moment thing. Yep. So, so everybody's going to have like four points going into it, and hopefully, like I said, between tonight and tomorrow, I will, of course, have the official results lined up, and I believe, do believe I do have, of course, several belts ready to ready to be uh, ready to be, um, uh, of course, announced here uh, very very soon here, which I will announce them, of course, officially. Oh, and we do have a couple other things very quickly to report. Uh, uh, very exciting thriller, to say the least. The army. Did defeat the Naval Academy in double overtime, 20 to 17 today. Army looks like they're going to be bowl eligible at six and six. The Heisman Trophy, of course, will be announced tonight. However, if you will, and also, ladies and gentlemen, the Soccer World Cup had quite a day today, to say the least. However, we'll talk about that very quickly. Congratulations goes out to Morocco. They beat Portugal one to nothing. And yes, folks, 
France beat England 2-1 to one in a thriller, Howard, to say the least, Howard. So those two teams are in the uh, finals, uh, referring to France and Morocco. Congratulations goes out to them. Also, we want to send out congratulations and good luck, of course, tonight to of course, our friend Danny from Oak Park. His nephew will be playing the state title game here in just a little while. Uh, Danny wanted me to say hello to you, told me to tell you guys, hey, and he will be hopefully back at some point, but he just wants to say hello to all of you guys. And, of course, Danny, we want to wish your uncle, not uncle, your nephew the very best of luck tonight, and hopefully he will bring home the championship gold. So definitely good luck. Absolutely. Absolutely. Of course, we do send, of course, uh, uh, we do send, of course, well wishes, of course, to, uh, to, of course, Danny's nephew here, of course, here as well. And we, of course, look forward to hearing, of course, any results. And, of course, if you send you any results about that, J.D., please, you can please record them Monday on Raw Radio. Uh, I will find out later tonight. First thing sometime tomorrow, he's going to let me know. But on that note, I'm going to get rolling. I will talk to you guys again, hopefully sometime either tomorrow morning or the morning show. And if not, get ready for Monday because we're going to have a lot to talk about from the aftermath of uh, Deadline, of course, and also the ROH show. Plus, folks, the latest NFL news from the weekend, of course, coming up with some big games this week, including Buffalo, New York, Pittsburgh, and Baltimore, and, of course, the Monday night game, New England, Arizona, plus the Sunday night game. And we'll also talk about our least favorite moments of the year, as it'll be our second-to-last show before the Christmas holiday season. As the following week, ladies and gentlemen, we will talk about what moments we're going to watch in 2023 to keep an eye on in the world of wrestling, as we will wrap up the year before our two-week little mini-break. And then, of course, we will be returning, ladies and gentlemen, will be a very crazy night for our first Raw of 2020, Radio of 2023, including uh, hype for the Rumble, the National Championship game, whoever it may be. However, of course, the big playoff games are three weeks from tonight, of course, ladies and gentlemen, Ohio State, Georgia, TCU, and Michigan, who will emerge and head to L.A., we will let you know. So get ready, folks. We're getting ready to uh, count down the uh, days heading into Christmas week, week, Christmas hour, and yes, we're also going to have a little party for a certain person this coming week, and we'll tell you who that is on Raw Radio Monday afternoon. Thank you very much, J.D. Please enjoy, of course, NXT Deadline, and of course, we'll hope to talk to you either tomorrow morning on WCWS this morning, or of course, Raw Radio on Monday afternoon, and of course, we'll have a whole bunch, of course, to throw out there here to everyone. It's going to be a big-time variety of big-time discussion here, of course, here indeed, uh, Monday afternoon, so we'll definitely, of course, bring that all here to you. 138-744-POUND, of course, this Monday afternoon. Uh, J.D., thank you very much, and thank you for the update for Final Battle, and we will talk to you, of course, here in the next day, uh, couple of days. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the Iceman, Jared DiGiromo, we do a uh, very special guest here, of course, tonight. And now, ladies and gentlemen, with seven minutes before 7 p.m. Eastern Time, <coughs> um, um, let's say uh, seven minutes to, of course, the seven p.m. Eastern time, of course, hour. Uh, let's go ahead and get you, of course, some stories here, uh, courtesy of our friends at Four Eleven Mania. Keep in mind the radio network, of course, as always, thanks our friends at Four Eleven Mania for allowing us to bring their stories on all, read you all of their stories on all of our shows. Of course, in addition to right here on Power Hour. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, on Revolution, Wolfpack, Raw Radio, Outside the Ropes, as well as WCWS This Morning, Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate, and also, of course, on Sports Machine. 
And we hope to, of course, before 2022 is out, we hope to, of course, bring some more shows into the limelight. And we also definitely hope to get more. Uh, we hope to, of course, bring you a whole lot more stuff courtesy of 411mania.com. Now, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of stories, of course, did pertain to, of course, Final Battle. And since JD did kind of touch up, uh, touch, touch in on a lot of those, uh, <clears throat> I will go ahead and uh, I will, of course, ladies and gentlemen, go ahead and, of course, reiterate, of course, some of the some of the stories, of course, I already have, including as it says Samoa Joe retained the t- Ring of Honor TV title. Also, the Briscoes became once again became Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions. Wheeler Yuta picked up once again becomes the pure champion. The Embassy wins the Ring of Honor six man uh, tag team titles. Also, Athena uh, gets by Mercedes Martinez to pick up the Ring of Honor women's title. And also, of course, some of the matches that took place in <coughs> um, include, of course, like I said, the Kingdom, of course, losing their match, of course, to uh, Top Flight as well as several other pre-show matches, of course, here as well. So let's go ahead and bring you, of course, some of the stories that did not pertain to uh, Ring of Honor Final Battle, as, of course, momentarily we will be hearing from, uh, we'll be, of course, finding out about any updates that we'll have, hopefully we'll have coming in for NXT deadline. Joseph Lee posted this story here tonight, as we officially have the list of producers for last night's edition of SmackDown. Popo Select has a list of the backstage producers for the matches and segments of last night's episode of SmackDown. Jason Jordan produced Sheamus and Butch versus the Usos and also the Kurt Angle birthday celebration. Sean Devari produced the LA Knight promo, the segment with Rey Mysterio and Karrion Cross, the segment with the Usos and Sami Zayn, and also the moment with Liv Morgan and Tegan Knox versus Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. <coughs> Adam Pierce produced Legado del Fantasma versus the Viking Raiders. And also, of course, eternally, Sarah Logan's name is officially known now as Valhalla. Jamie Noble produced the uh, the, the six-man tag between with the New Day and Ricochet versus Imperium. And of course, most of the create most of the creative of this show was actually done on Thursday. And has also been taught backstage uh, possibly having Scarlet wrestle on live events so we will of course keep you apprised of of course of that if in fact that does get to uh, get to happen of course uh, our next story right here joseph lee posted this story here tonight <clears throat> as the new japan pro wrestling junior super, super junior tag league night nine results and of course the uh, the updated uh, standings. New Japan Pro Wrestling held night nine of the Super Junior Tag League today, of course, at Ehan Uwajima City General Gymnasium. Here's, of course, some of the results courtesy of Fightful. Ryoi Owa and Kozi Fujita defeated Oscar Lube and Yuto Nakashima. Suzuki Gun, who was El Desperado, Minoru Suzuki, and Lance Archer, defeated Yoshihashi, Master Wato, and Tomaaki Hamna. Los Ngonobos de Japan, who was Shingo Takagi, Hiromu Takahashi, and Tetsuya Naido, defeated Bad Luck Foul, Taji Ishimori, and Gato, and Jado, Gato, I believe it's pronounced, 
of the Bullet Club. Of course, the matches for the Super Junior Tag League, Kushida and Kevin Knight defeated Robbie Eagles and Tiger Mask. Cho and Dick Togo defeated Rasuki, Taguchi, and Clark Connors. Yoshinobu Kanimaro and Dukai defeated Alex Zane and L. And L. Lindemann. Uh, Yoey and Leo Rush defeated Bushi and Titan. And also Ace Austin and Chris Bay <coughs> defeated TJP and Francesco Akira. And here are the updated standings. Ace Austin and Chris Bay, 7-2 with 14 points. Yoey and Leo Rush, 7-2 with 14 points. TJP and Francisco Akira, 6-3 and, and 12 points. The same for Alex Zane and L. Lindemann, as well as Bushi and Titan. <clears throat> Yoshinabu Kanemaru and Dukai, uh, 4 and 5 with uh, 8 points. Uh, Rasuki Taguchi and Clark Connors, 3 and 6 with 6 points. Uh, and the last three teams had a uh, 2-7 record with 4 points. And those were the, team, the teams of Robbie Eagles and Tiger Mask, Kushida and Kevin Knight, and also the team of Sho and Dick Togo. As we said, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of the stories on 411 Mania did, of course, pertain to Ring of Honor's final battle. <coughs> now let's go, of course, to three other stories not related to, of course, final battle. Jeremy Thomas posted this story last night, as apparently we have a spoiler on a title change that happened at an Impact Wrestling taping. A title changed hands at Friday's Impact Wrestling taping, and the spoiler is officially online. The P PW Insider reports <clears throat> that the Motor City Machine Guns defeated the team of Heath Miller, who was known as Heath Slater, and Rhino to claim the, ring of, the, the, claim the Impact Tag Team titles at the taping, marking their third run with the belts. The site also reports that Jonathan Gresham, who is not signed to the company, is at the taping, as is Kylan King. So we'll hope we'll hopefully try to find out something about, of course, what's what will be the case with Gresham and King, of course, here, hopefully this coming week. <clears throat> this story came out last night from Jeremy Thomas, as we have an update on Cody Rhodes' WrestleMania status. A new report has details on Cody Rhodes and his expected status for WrestleMania. <clears throat> Fopple Select reports that Rhodes, who has been out of action since Hell in a Cell due to his torn pectoral muscle, is fully expected to be back in time for the April pay-per-view to the point that a commercial was shot on Thursday in L.A. promoting the pay-per-view and featuring him or someone dressed just like him. The site also, also reports that the commercial featured Rhodes or a double locking up with The Miz on a Los Angeles bridge to promote the pay-per-view, which takes place in Los Angeles. Maurice was supposed to be in attendance for the commercial as well, but whether or not, whether it was for feminine an ad or not, isn't clear. As you know, Cody Rhodes tore his pectoral muscle in the week before Hell in a Cell and competed at the pay-per-view against Seth Rollins and winning the match. He then underwent surgery and, and has been working towards his return, Bible Select reports that Rhodes' status for WrestleMania was never really in doubt <coughs> within WWE. So we'll definitely, of course, be watching out for that, ladies and gentlemen, if anything does, in fact, change 
for Cody Rhodes. We do look forward to seeing him come back and compete soon. And one other story that came out last night, courtesy of Joseph Lee, this, I believe, was mentioned by one or one of our folks here on Revolution last night. Joseph Lee posted this story as John Cena is set to appear on the final SmackDown of 2022. The Variety reports that John Cena is scheduled to appear on the December 30th episode of SmackDown, which is the final episode of 2022. The show will happen at the Amali Arena in Tampa. More announcements will be made for the episode in the next few weeks. This will be only this will only be Cena's second appearance this year. After an episode of Raw this past June, he hasn't wrestled for the company since SummerSlam of last year, where, of course, he had a great match, of course, against uh, Roman Reigns. Of course, I think that's when Brock Lesnar also, I think, made his return, of course, as well. <clears throat> On that note, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you very much here for listening in here tonight to episode 344 of WCW US Power Hour for Saturday, December the 10th. Of course, I do also want to thank, of course, my special guest tonight, the Iceman, Jared DiGeralmo, who did come in, of course, and bring us, of course, an update concerning, of course, the final battle event, with, of course, all with the exception of one match, of course, was being, had already been uh, competed. Um, obviously, of course, ladies and gentlemen, I was about to give my picks until I found this out. Uh, <clears throat> and ladies and gentlemen, I do, speaking of which, I do have an update on that. And I'm sure that I'm sure this will definitely be talked about here, of course, as well. In 17 minutes and 15 seconds, Claudio Castagnoli did defeat Chris Jericho by submission to once again become the Ring of Honor World Champion. And of course, keep in mind the stipulation here was that had he lost the match, he would have had to join up with Chris Jericho's at Chris Jericho and his Appreciation Society. But now it looks like that is not the case, as, of course, Castagnoli did bring back the Ring of Honor world title, of course, to the infamous uh, Blackpool Combat Club. And I'm sure, ladies and gentlemen, that <clears throat> the speech, the last speech given by William Regal before he left AEW, plus also the win by Wither Yuta, uh, bringing back the pure title also to the uh, Blackpool Combat Club really, I, I'm sure, kind of pushed Casagnoli a lot, lot into, of course, this match. <coughs> um, but uh, nevertheless, ladies and gentlemen, we do. It is official. Claudio Casagnoli is once again the Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Champion. Now, keep in mind, also here, folks, that as as we said, as we said. Of course, because of the fact that we did not know about uh, the additional four matches, three of them being pre-show matches, and uh, and one of them a match, a regular match, of course, on the card, being added on here at the very last possible minute. Uh, like I said, everyone involved in the prediction title challenge here, folks, will receive, of course, four points in our prediction title challenge. Even if you did not vote for final battle and you just voted for deadline, or if you just voted for final battle but not for for deadline, or or if you did vote for in, in both of them, like I said, regardless that as long as you voted in the title challenge in some capacity, 
you, you of course, qualify to receive those points. And also, of course, <clears throat> of course, that will that definitely, of course, would give you, of course, a big time advantage, of course, in this here as well, as we will be, of course, determining who will um, win this, of course, here as well. And we have not received uh, the official uh, a story about about this here, folks. Uh, we have not officially received the. Uh, um, um, any updates, of course, here um, about, of course, the about the win here, of course, unless this win just actually just took place. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, as a matter of fact, we do we go back to 411 Mania here. I will go ahead and bring this story, of course, right here. <clears throat> uh, Joseph Lee just now posted this as Chris Jericho taps out to the giant swing at Ring of Honor final battle. Claudio Cascanoli becomes the picks up the world title. The ring, the ring of Jericho era of the Ocho is now officially over as Claudio Cascanoli won the Ring of Honor world title at final battle. In an odd moment, Chris Jericho actually tapped out to Claudio's giant swing. Once Claudio got the 33 rev revolutions. Wheeler Yuta and Jerry Lynn celebrated with Claudio after the match. This is Casaganoli's second reign as Ring of Honor World Champion. His last reign ended at the hands of Jericho on September 21st on Dynamite Grand Slam. Jericho held the belt for 78 days. Of course, <clears throat> uh, you can see, of course, some of the tweets here, folks. Uh, a lot of tweets, of course, here from the Ring of Honor Twitter, Twitter account, which is at Ring of Honor, if you wish to go back and read, uh, <clears throat> um, and read some of the tweets, of course, right here, that, uh, <clears throat> and read some of the tweets that um, <coughs> that they have posted, of course, given, of course, in a way, kind of a little bit of commentary for this, uh, for this. Uh, uh, um, um, for, of course, this particular match. And one other story, of course, pertaining to WWE. Joseph Lee posted this story here tonight as, of course, as much as we hate to talk about this because this is one of the most disgusting moments I've ever seen. Dominic Mysterio praises Rhea Ripley, says that she's just getting started. In an interview with DC 101's Mike Jones via Wrestling Inc., Dominic Mysterio praised his fellow Judgment Day member Rhea Ripley and says she's just getting started in her career. He said, you forget that Rhea is so young. She's like 26, 25 years old. She's my age, and she's already accomplished so much in, in her career. I like to think that she's also, she's just also getting started. So it's a, it's a, it's a bit, very big blessing to be a part of the Judgment Day. Of course, also that also means it's a very big-time blessing for uh, Dominic and Rhea Ripley to kiss Finn Balor's hind end. <clears throat> so, but, uh, of course, even though we do not, that is, of course, his personal opinion. But, again, ladies and gentlemen, the Judgment Day, just like the Bloodline and Damage Control, can, of course, go to hell. So, on that note here, folks, thank you once again very much for, <clears throat> for episode 344 of WCWS Power Hour. For our special guest, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, 
This is Mr. WCW US Chad Henshaw, of course, back on the line here with you. <coughs> By all means, please enjoy NXT Deadline, which should be, of course, coming up here within, of course, the next few moments. Uh, keep in mind, of course, of the matches here. I will go ahead and point out, I do believe, uh, I do also would agree with JD, even though, of course, he is a little bit of a heel. He is a very talented wrestler. I will say JD McDonough, of course, I think will pull off the win here. The women's match, I actually am kind of tied between Roxanne Perez and Indy Hartwell, but we'll, but we'll see, of course, what happens if either one of them, of course, pull it off. Uh, the NXT title match, of course, with Braun Breaker versus Apollo Crews. I do think that uh, I think Apollo is going to give Braun a good run here. This is, of course, a match out, out of pure respect for one another. I still think, of course, that uh, Braun Breaker will, of course, pull off the win and hold on to the belt. The tag team title is pretty deadly, of course, defending against the New Day. This is going to be a big challenge, of course, for P Pretty Deadly. Uh, they will give them. They will give the New Day, of course, a good match, a good run. Of course, strength and speed, of course, here as well. The New Day will not disappoint, of course, in there, and and will not, of course, disappoint in, in there and there at every single attempt. I do think, of course, ladies and gentlemen, with this as being one set of tag team tag team belts that has eluded the New Day, I really do think that they will. I think pick up finally pick up the NXT tag belts. So I think that New Day will uh, will hold on. We'll, we'll, of course, have that next opportunity to be called NXT Tag Team Champions. And also, of course, the match here, uh, Kaylee Ray, as, we, as of course, they now call her Alba Fire, but I'm still calling her Kaylee Ray, taking on Isla Dawn. This is going to be a very excellent match here. Uh, you got two very, very skillful competitors. There's no doubt about it at all. I still think Kaylee Ray, I think, is going to, I think it's going to give Isla Dawn a good fight, and I really think that Kaylee Ray is going to pull off the win here in this. So we'll let you know, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow morning on WCWS this morning, 805-8613-POUND at 8 a.m., of course, tomorrow morning for an update here about NXT uh, deadline. <coughs> also, a quick review of uh, Ring of Honor's final battle, as well as, of course, tomorrow's wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays. What will take place in the radio network this week. And also, of course, any wrestling news that comes in, of course, overnight from 411 Mania, we will definitely, of course, bring that here to you. So be sure to listen into that 805 8613 pound tomorrow morning around the 8 a.m. Eastern Time hour. Until then, ladies and gentlemen, please take care and please stay safe out there. Enjoy the rest of your evening and whatever you do. And by all means, for those folks who are, who, of course, are under, uh, who, of course, are under the uh, cold and windy windy weather situation. Uh, please, of course, try to stay warm, bundle up, and all that. Uh, and please stay safe out there, of course, as well. Until then, ladies and gentlemen, please take care and please stay safe. As Since 2015, your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the one and the only, <clears throat> the WCW US Radio Network. Take care and stay safe. We'll talk at you tomorrow morning on WCW US this morning. Take care.
This is the WCW US Radio Network. Have a good evening. We'll talk to you tomorrow.